I'm Michael Movestro, and welcome to the Vegas Bright Podcast, episode 16. On this episode, we're going to be doing the Vegas news around the web, the Vegas Bright Week in Review, also a brand new author for a day challenge, My Vegas Must Do's. All that and more when we come back to the Vegas Bright Podcast after this. Siri, play my favorite theme song. No, no, not that one. Siri, stop. Play my other favorite theme song. And welcome to the Vegas Bright Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Movestro, and it is great to be back. I've been gone for a bit, and uh, thank you for all the outpouring of worry and concern. Uh, people were wondering if that was it for the podcast, if episode 15 was it, you know, ending it with uh, the one-year anniversary of the Vegas Bright website, and nope, nope. And But thanks for emailing me, and thanks for worrying. It really wasn't necessary, but thanks anyway. I appreciate it. Well, what happened was, you know, I had to balance my time. Um, so the week before the Olympics, I was going to do an episode, but I was just on a roll with editing articles, and I just had a good flow going, and so I just kept going with it and decided, eh, eh, I could skip the podcast. And then the Olympics started, and... Again, I had to just balance my time because when the Olympics happen, I am all about the Olympics. I am all about sitting on the couch and cheering on Team USA. All about it. Whether it's Summer Olympics or Winter Olympics, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm watching it and I'm right in front of it. And I have to be there and I have to witness as much of it as I possibly can and take it all in because the Olympics are like, uh, for me, it's like a big happy pill or something. Yeah, it's like a big happy pill. We'll call it a happy pill. It's like a happy pill. It's a two-week happy pill. Uh, and and I, I, I absorb it as much as I can. For me, it's like 14 days of Christmas. So I absorb as much of it as I can. And I had to figure out how I was going to balance my time uh, with doing the podcast and editing the podcast or edit articles instead so I can bang everything out that I need to do, at least 90% of it, over the weekend and then come home from work every day pop my ass on the couch, and watch four hours of the Olympics. So I decided to sacrifice podcast recording and editing time for article editing time, and that's what I did. So I've been gone for a bit, but, you know, I am back, and I'm sure, I am sure that I am not the only podcast you listen to. The Vegas Bright Podcast cannot be the sole podcast you listen to, because there are so many great Las Vegas podcasts out there that I mentioned at the end of every single Vegas Bright podcast episode. So you'll find that you can get your news and things that are happening and discussion on those podcasts as well. So check them out if you haven't. I, I list them at the end of my show for a reason. Um, just want to share the wealth. So you only listen to this podcast. Thank you. But maybe, you know, we should start seeing other podcasts. You know, maybe... Uh, you know, maybe just see what else is out there. Just just an idea. I was thinking of, of recapping all the news and stuff that happened 
over the last two, three weeks that I wasn't doing this podcast, but you probably already know about that stuff if you've been listening to other podcasts. If not, go to VegasBright.com and just click everything. You know, roll, you know, scroll down and, and you'll see everything because I, I can't possibly recap it all in one show. It just, it, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't work well. Uh, I thought about doing it and decided not to. It's late. It's early Sunday morning. I tend to do these things ridiculously late or ridiculously early. And right now it is just after midnight on Sunday, the 28th of August. So that being said, it is good to be back. And when we come back, we'll be doing Vegas news around the web right after this. The Vegas Bright Podcast is available on Vegas Radio Network, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course, on VegasBright.com. VegasBright.com. We're not only a podcast. We cover news about shows, hotels, restaurants, and gambling. We also feature the Vegasy buzz around town like new construction, renovations, and future openings, as well as reviews of places to eat, experiences, hotel stays, and new things to do. And occasionally, we offer a sneak peek behind construction walls to see how a new place is coming along. VegasBright.com. And we're back at the Vegas Bright Podcast. It is time for Vegas Around the Web. So let's get started. People Magazine reports that a Hawaiian woman won $10.7 million playing a penny slot at Win Las Vegas. $10.7 million friggin' dollars. She was playing $3 bets on the penny machine. TheStreet.com reports that Caesars may be in the process of buying a Toronto casino. The Las Vegas-based casino and hospitality services company is one of about 12 other bidders for the project and hopes the move will persuade Caesars creditors to approve its plan for reorganization. Las Vegas Sun reports daily fantasy sports operators DraftKings and FanDuel proposed legislation seeking to re-enter Nevada, but gaming officials are worried the regulation language isn't in line with the state's strict gaming rules. The proposal would exclude fantasy games from being classified as gambling, though it would hand the oversight to state gaming regulators. Eater Vegas reports that former business partner to Gordon Ramsay and owner of Serendipity 3 at Caesars Palace is going to be in jail for a while due to hiding income from the IRS. Eater Vegas also reports that Pond Plaza has had a rough week, several venues closing up shop at Downtown Container Park including Smoke's Poutinery, in Agata de Pizza and Pond Donut. The Las Vegas Review Journal reports Tony and Tina's wedding is divorcing Bally's Windows Theater as of September 21st. Ken Walker, who also runs the window showroom at Bally, says with a cost of 18 and four crew members, it's just an expensive show. It's a really big payroll. MagneticMag.com reports Hakkasan and Omnia Nightclub are about to be seized by authorities. It seems a massive international fraud ring has been uncovered and will possibly affect some of the biggest uns 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 joints in Las Vegas. The Review Journal also reports the NFL Raiders have applied for trademarks for the Las Vegas Raiders. So it looks like they're actually going to spend money on the idea now. Also from the Review Journal, Paul Zerden's puppet show is closing September 4th. That's Vegas Around the Web for this week. You can see these and other stories in our article, Shit You May Have Missed While Back to School Shopping. And when we come back, it's the Vegas Break Week in Review featuring the stories we brought you from August 22nd through August 26th. We'll be back after this. 
VegasBright.com, the Vegas website where the parking is free. And welcome back to the Vegas Bright Podcast. Like I said, it's good to be back in the saddle doing what I do here on the Vegas Bright Podcast. And now it's time for the Vegas Bright Week in Review featuring the stories we brought you last week. Blonde Forever busts a riverboat myth concerning our favorite Vegas cowboy. Now, you might remember some weeks ago, Blonde Forever took a little trip to Laughlin. She did a little day tour. And on the riverboat, it was, you know, it kind of told a little bit of a fib. It was like, and now we are passing uh, the Pioneer Casino. And you might notice a familiar face uh, from Las Vegas. That actually is the original uh, uh, Vegas Vic. Uh, When they were building the canopy, uh, he was too tall. So they took him down and shipped him over here. And uh, now Laughlin is the uh, the proud place to see the original piece of Vegas history, uh, Vegas Vic, over here. Although we call him River Rick. Well, guess what? They fucked up. And, oh, now I have to put the explicit rating on. First time I dropped the F-bomb. I was actually doing pretty well with that. Well, anyway, they messed up. Uh, turns out, it's not true. It's bullshit. And Blonde Forever did some investigating and asking around to uncover the truth of Vegas Vic. Long story short, he never left Las Vegas. They just trimmed his hat a little bit so he could fit underneath the canopy. Uh, So, yeah, go ahead and check out that story. It's got good stuff in it. Sam Rasier brought us Hidden Vegas Aladdin's Desert Passage Shops. And you can find this Hidden Vegas gem at Planet Hollywood, which was originally called the Aladdin Hotel. Then it was imploded, and they built a new hotel on that property, called it the Aladdin Hotel again for some reason, Uh, and then they, you know, did a re-theming and a rebranding, and it became Planet Hollywood, but some of that Aladdin Hotel is still there, and Sam's going to show you where exactly you can find it. Michael James looks back on his most memorable, yet lucrative, Sin City excursion. Um, I believe he said his luckiest Vegas trip wasn't the most winning, but in ways it was winning. Read the story to find out how. Uh, Matty Ice shares 10 reasons why he likes SLS Las Vegas. Even I was surprised. Uh, Check that out as well. Fisherman, author for a day, who has now written his third author for a day article. I might just need to make him a contributor. Uh, Fisherman shares his Eiffel Tower experience. Go and check it out. He'll tell you what to expect when you're doing the Eiffel Tower experience. He also shared some really interesting photos. And in that instance, vertical pictures actually works. So I wasn't like too miffed about it. So that that was great. Um, I just had to find another cover image for the story. I have a thing about vertical images. I'll get into that a bit later. Uh, I brought the story on how Maizu Dongpo is not quite coming to Palazzo, apparently. Uh, you can read about that, and I also highlight Royce Chocolate Confectionery, which is open, as well as Mercato della Pacheria, which just also opened at the Grand Canal shops. Um, let's see, I also share the news that Chandelier Bars Level 1 has reopened, but was it worth a $960,000 renovation cost? Looks to me like it's new carpet and new furniture. Look at the pictures for yourself. Tell me if I'm wrong. Also, Sam Monsieur reviews Puppet Up Uncensored at the Venetian. That's it for the Vegas Bright Weekly Review. You can also see these stories and the articles they link to in our article. 
shit you may have missed while back to school shopping. The same article with our Vegas Around the Web stuff for last week. When we come back, we'll be talking about Vegas must-dos, that thing or things you absolutely have to do when you're in Vegas. It's also going to be our next Author for a Day challenge. We'll be back after this. The Vegas Bright Podcast. From VegasBright.com. So podcast, it's a Vegas podcast. And welcome back to the Vegas Bright Podcast. Great to be here. It's been a while. I'm kind of getting used to babbling in front of a microphone, which I haven't done in some time. I have been babbling in front of the TV. Not that Team USA could hear me, but still, it makes me feel good. Anyway, so yeah, just the Olympics. You know, it just... I like it's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now. It's gonna happen again. Uh, in uh, in 2018, when the Winter Olympics are on, you are not gonna find a single freaking podcast for me. I am going to be planted in front of the TV and watching it. Um, and the next Olympics, I think, are 500 and something days away, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. I have a. To show you how much of a, of a Winter Olympics geek I am, I actually do did make myself a Winter Olympics countdown just so I could look at it and uh, be encouraged. It is, from the time of this recording, it is 529 days, 7 hours, 22 minutes, and counting backwards. And that's going to be when the 2018 Winter Olympics are. So, I can't wait. It's going to happen in Pyeongchang, South Korea. And I was thinking, wouldn't it the ultimate trip, the ultimate trip for me, surprisingly would not be Las Vegas? And it doesn't mean I love Vegas any less, but the ultimate two-week vacation for me would be to go to the Winter Olympic Games or the the Summer Olympic, Olympic Games. Just for me, that would be like a fantasy trip. But that costs a lot of money. Do you know how much it would cost for one person to go and and take two weeks, stay at a hotel, go to as many of the games as possible, eat, drink, uh, transportation, and and load up on souvenirs? The price is about six thousand dollars per person. That's how much it is. So that's not going to be happening for me anytime soon. However, I will plant my ass in front of the television, that's for sure. So what I want to talk to you about is our next Author for a Day Challenge. And it wasn't even going to be an Author for a Day Challenge because I was just thinking about what are those things in Vegas I absolutely have to do. You know, I started thinking about it and then I realized I wonder what everyone else does. And so now it's an Author for a Day Challenge because I'm curious. So the Author for the Day Challenge is Vegas Musts. I was going to call it Vegas Must Do's, but when I put that in the title, it's going to look like Must Dos because there is no apostrophe for do's if it's one word, and then it just becomes Dos. Vegas Must Dos. And, you know, eh, Vegas Musts. What are your Vegas Musts? So, my Vegas Musts, uh, and you can have one thing, two things, maybe there's three things you like to do. I have. Well, I, I guess I can just talk them out, really. I thought I had maybe one, and then it became three. It might be four. So I'm going to share with you my Vegas musts. My Vegas musts are the following. I must, if at all possible, have a strip view. 
So if I'm staying at the Flamingo or I'm staying at Harrah's, I must have a strip view. I, my, I would love to do a cosmopolitan terrace suite that overlooks the Bellagio Fountains. I would love even more a cosmopolitan wraparound terrace suite so that I could see north and south of the strip because how cool would that be? Uh, so yes, I would very, very much like that. But I have to have a strip view. I just like waking up in the morning, throwing open the curtains, saying good morning to Las Vegas, and then covering my shame as I walk away. And I like also, before I go to bed at night in Las Vegas, is looking down the strip, good night Las Vegas, I'll see you tomorrow. Maybe blow it a couple of kisses. I don't, I don't really blow it a, book, a couple of kisses, but in, in my heart I do. And so I have to have a strip view. Another must for me, another thing I absolutely must do, is I must, I must stop off at Palio Pronto, get some gelato, and then walk it over to the fountains uh, at Bellagio and just watch a fountain show or two while chilling out with my gelato. That is the, that's my happy place. That's, that's where I go. When I'm having a, a rough day at work and like things are just starting to tick me off, and I just go to your happy place, that's my happy place. I'm in front of the Bellagio. The fountains are going. It's a hot summer night, but I have cold, delicious Palio Pronto gelato. It's great. Now, there is a place called the Palio Cafe, or just Palio, at Bellagio as well. That is not the place. That isn't it. Palio Pronto is on the lower level, street level. You're not going to be walking a mile once you're inside the Bellagio to get there. It's just that side entrance underneath the bridge. Just, I think, on Flamingo and Las Vegas Boulevard, those swinging doors that you kind of have to really push to fucking get going lately. Uh, as soon as you walk in, you, know, you might not even notice the sign. You're just going to see a, a bunch of you know little flags here and there. That's the place. It's great. That's a Vegas must for me. So we've got Strip View. we got Gelato at Bellagio Fountains. Another Vegas must for me is... Gallagher's Steakhouse at the New York, New York. I absolutely must do that. Must have a steak at Gallagher's at the New York, New York. I don't get to do it every time, depending on how busy I am, but it's always in my mind to go and, and go there and just enjoy that. The cowboy ribeye It's just so freaking delicious. You'll be loaded up with carbs. You won't have to eat for another day. It's so good. So that's also one of my musts. So I have three so far. What else? What are some of my musts? I guess I could just leave it at three. I guess three should be fine. I, My other must isn't a must anymore because unfortunately the menu has changed. The very first article that was written for VegasBright.com is please don't touch my Dante burger. And it's at a place called iHeart Burgers at the... I want to say the Venetian, but it's, it's really more closer to the Palazzo. Uh, so I'll say the Palazzo. And they had this great burger called the Dante Burger, and it was just delicious. So delicious. Unfortunately, the menu has changed. The Dante Burger is no longer available. It's called something else, and it's got different ingredients, though it, 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 it tries to be the Dante Burger. It just it isn't. It isn't. And... Uh, that's a shame because I lost one of my Vegas musts. But 
I still get the strip view. I still get gelato in front of the Bellagio fountains. And I still get that steak at Gallagher's in New York, New York. So I'm still content. So the author for a day challenge is, what are your Vegas musts? Oh, I guess I do have another one. I must fill up the ice bucket uh, when I get to the hotel room. I must fill it up before I head out. You know, if I get there at night, you know, even if I'm, even if I'm there at night, I still make sure before I head out, fill up that ice bucket because in the morning, there's going to be some ice cold water in there. It might not taste great, but at least it'll be ice cold. So that's another must, but it's like a little thing. You know, it's like, a, eh, you know, I think I kind of have to do that, but it isn't like, oh, I absolutely must. So what are your Vegas musts? List them out. Write a, a paragraph on each one. If you have one thing, make it longer. It's really hard to work with a one-paragraph article. So it's it's because it's not really an article. You know, I mean, if, if you write an article with one paragraph in it, it's, it's not an article. And the thing is, when I do these author for a day challenges, it's because it's going to be things that you relate to. It's going to be about experiences that you've had. And experiences are the easiest things to write about. They really are, because it's not like you're trying to recap a news story or you got a press release and you're trying to make something of it or, you know, something like that. Writing from your heart is what experience writing is about. And that's why when I put these author for a day challenges out there, I do it so that you can relate to it. I'm sure you're listening to this thing right now and you're like, oh, I got some things I absolutely have to do when I go to Vegas. I want to hear about it. And not just me, our readers want to hear about it as well. So... Author for a day challenge is my Vegas musts. Send it to me in an email, podcast at vegasbright.com. Write it up, send it in. Don't worry so much about, you know, oh, I'm not a really great grammar person or I'm not a good. So we'll take care of it. It's fine. I got it. I got you. Don't worry about it. I got your back. I'm patting it right now, patting your back. It's going to be okay. I've got this. If you have pictures, Please send them in. Pictures are usually hard to do. They're hard to source sometimes. Uh, so if you have pictures of your favorite thing, send them in. If not, we will bust our ass to get some. No worries. Uh, but if you have them, that'd be great. Send them in. All right. So that being said, Vegas musts. What are your Vegas musts and why? Why is it your Vegas must? What are your Vegas musts and why? Send them in to podcast at vegasbright.com and we will get right on those. And we usually have them up uh, sometimes within a couple of days. And in most cases, the following week, because the weekend is a really good time to sit down and get stuff done. Although I will be, I am shoring stuff over to Sam Monsieur, who is doing editing as well. So they might get up sooner. Uh, it just really depends on what the editing schedule looks like. If we have how many stories we have going for the week, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to like bust our load and uh, all in one week and then like have like two or three stories for you the following week. So we try to balance it out so that there's always something. So yes, that being said, I feel like I'm rambling now. So I'm just going to stop uh, podcast at vegasbright.com is where you want to send those. Um, and I look forward to hearing about your Vegas musts. When we come back, we'll be doing our shout outs. Keep it tuned here to the Vegas Bright Podcast. VegasBrights.com. All your Vegasy things, no resort fees. 
And we are back at the Vegas Bright Podcast. And it's also that time where we give our shout outs and say goodbye. So thanks for downloading, streaming, tuning in, clicking in, reading our smoke signals, whatever it is that you do to get this podcast. Thank you for doing it. Uh, we'll take some shout outs to Scott from Vital Vegas. Check him out at vitalvegas.com. He's got a great website and a great podcast. Check out Mark Meltzer from Edge Vegas. That's edgevegas.com. Great website. He writes in 85 different places, but he puts all those things on edgevegas.com. To Adam from the Vegas Fanboy Podcast, check him out at vegasfanboy.com. Chris at Faces and Aces. Las Vegas podcast. Check him out at Faces and Aces Las Vegas.com. Actually, it's Faces and Aces LV.com. To Mark, Karen, and Tony at the 360 Vegas podcast. Check them out at the 360 Vegas podcast.com. I am looking forward to being at Vegas Vacation for coming up over Memorial Day weekend of 2017. Uh, so looking forward to that. Uh, speaking of Tony from 360 Vegas podcast, you could check out him and his buddy Jason Gilligan at the Vice Lounge online podcast. It's a podcast about cigars and bourbon and stuff like that. Really great stuff. So go check it out. And also you can bet on that podcast, which you can check them out at you can bet on that.com. And last, but certainly not least everyone at vegasbright.com. To Sam is here, Greg C, Paper Poster, Blonde Forever, Greg Bennett, Janadius, Big AZ Marty, Michael James, Kelly Lamrock, Alex Kosolova, Matty Ice, Sailor Dude, Lucky Ducky, George Adams, Bob Z, Corgi Mom, and Michelle De Palma. I'm Michael Movestro, and thank you for listening to the Vegas Bright Podcast. We'll see you next time, and remember, stay Vegas and stay bright. Stay bright.